Welcome back, my pod, to a pinch of honesty. On this glorious February afternoon, we just had a load of snow yesterday, and so it feels as if spring is quite a ways off. (laughs) Winter is still kind of here and with us. I am testing out a new um, recording site, so I have no idea how this is really going to go. I'm hoping that this new site works better than the previous one. I have not been around, as I told you before, because the previous site then came up with a um, complicated paying structure for hosting my podcast. So let's see how this goes. The very first thing I wanted to cover was my intentions for 2024 and what I covered at the end of last year. The biggest thing that I learned from last year, for those of you who've been keeping up, right? Last year, what I really wanted to embody was change. I wanted to roll with change. I wanted change to be a more um, integral part of my day-to-day life. And what I found was that change is hard, but it's not hard because you don't want to do it. It's hard because there's this barrier just to get stuff up and, and rolling kind of. So for example, um, something as trivial as wanting to sew on a quilt is difficult if my sewing machine is tucked away, right? And so when I sat down and I looked at last year and I looked at all the things that I wanted to accomplish and all the things that I didn't accomplish, like continuing with watercolor, with spending more time on my yoga mat, things that I thought were very important to me, yet I couldn't seem to overcome that barrier. I decided to go through my sanctum room and reorganize it so that the things that were going to be important to me for this year were front and center. And I have to say, being in the second week of February, it has worked wonders. I am on my seventh full week of doing yoga every single day. The pain in my low back and neck that I've been suffering from for pretty much the past two years is nearly completely gone, right? It's something as simple as spending that time on my mat every single day that is helping me immensely. It's helping me physically. It's also helping me mentally. Towards the end of last year, I had a very rough go at work where um, I pretty much was just angry, angry at everybody. (laughs) which sounds horrible, but it's totally true. And what I have found is that a daily meditative yoga practice is really bolstering my ability to kind of see through the bullshit, right? To approach a lot of situations more clinically at work and less emotionally, which I think is something that's necessary for me. I often get my feelings tied in a, you know, all around the axle. Um, Not necessary. You know, it's just not necessary. So the one thing that I let completely go for 2023 was my self-growth. I dabbled maybe, but I I didn't stay focused. And in doing quite a bit of research on the human brain and how we get something to be consistent in our lives. One of the things that I realized was that if I were to say something like, I don't know, um, I will not eat cheese for an entire year. I'm just picking something that I know (laughs) would be miserable for me um, because I am 
a very uh, big cheese head. Um, that, that's something that's next to impossible to sustain, right? That willpower, I'm air quoting here, willpower, the things that, that we think we should have control over. A lot of times, you know, that's something that is beyond us, right? That in a moment of like a momentary lapse of stress or weakness or desire, I would then have a slice of cheese and, you know, my entire year would be gone. So when it comes to my self-evolution and where I intend to go with my um, self-discovery, I decided that every single Sunday I would kind of pick a topic, something I'm interested in. Maybe maybe it's something that's followed on from the previous week. Maybe it's not. And I would delve into that topic. So the topics thus far have been things like communication with my near teen daughter, <laughs> which anybody who has a near teen or teen knows that adolescent communication is something that is difficult at best, difficult on a good day. And I wanted to figure out methods and techniques to ease that transition for me and my daughter. Um, and that was one of those things that I spent quite a bit of time digging into. One of the things I dug into as well was how to optimize my time to be better at getting everything under the sun done. And the funny thing about this is that I actually found myself going down a path of podcasts and journal articles, really looking at giving myself space for slack, <laughs> not becoming uber productive, but instead really picking a handful, like, like a baby handful, two to three things every single day that I can physically do and focusing on those items. And then afterwards, anything else that happens is gravy. And so I practiced for a week. And this has been one of those things that now has rolled into my, my every day, every week type behavior. When I'm at work now, I get in in the morning, I decide on two to three things that I'm physically going to accomplish with the day. And after that, I let everything else be gravy, right? Of course, things pop up and of course, things get pushed off the list and onto the list. But it is a different approach that is making me feel calmer about the entire day. The One of the reasons why the the particular podcast that I listened to here on, on productivity hit me so hard. It jarred me was that the gentleman who was recording the podcast made reference to the fact that um, an average human is only granted 3000. Um, what did it end up being? 3000, 3000 weeks per year. I'm trying to uh, trying to remember here as I'm speaking, which is quite difficult. And that seems too low. I don't remember what it, what the number was. Anyways, um, it was a short number, and, and the number struck me hard. And his point being that when you're at work and you have these lists upon lists upon lists upon lists, that you can leave and come back, and guess what? Those lists are still there. And that this this imaginary completion of this mountain of things to do never gets done. And so why let it weigh you down, right? 
Maybe it was like 4,000. Uh, it's going to nag at me now. <laughs> I could look at my notes, but I'm not going to do that. Um, so there, so there you have it. I've, I've, I've focused on a single item per week, which is super doable. Um, this week I am looking into how to address grief and guilt towards things that have happened in the past. And it's a tough one for me, right? So I'm actively journaling and working on it this week. It should prove to be pretty interesting. So my number one intention for 2024 is growth, just flat out growth. In that, I I don't know, for the past handful of years, maybe five, seven years, I've had a mantra bracelet that I wear every single day to remind me of whatever my intention is. And I actively decided this year not to get my mantra bracelet because what I realize is that when I'm wearing a bracelet that is supposed to be my mantra for the entire year, and I look at this bracelet, it doesn't actually push me or drive me to be better towards that. That I actually need things that are kind of on a list to make me better at something. And so that is what I'm doing, right? When things are important to me, they're being put on the list. And so um, everyday yoga is on a list. My personal growth is on a list. The 100-day project is going to be starting next weekend, and it is on the list. And I just realized that I, without having something on a list, really have a tendency to just let it slide. I just kind of ignore it. And, and that's not the process that I want for my own um, self-growth here, right? So there you go. I've got you all caught up. I've got trips coming up. I've got... Um, we have a cooking club that's going to be coming up. I have my deck of Nightmare Before Christmas cards out because it feels like forever since I've uh, drawn a card on the podcast. And I wanted you guys to have something for the week, a little something for um, what we all ought to be focusing on. I did pull a card from my Spirit Animal Guidebook that actually was really in line with um, guilt this week, which I thought was absolutely humorous because um, sometimes the cards really do, they really do speak to me. So with that, I am pulling a card and we got, oh, for the week of Valentine's Day, um, we got the six the Lovers from the Major Arcanum. It was in reverse. I'm uh, scrolling through to the book. And for those of you that are out there and you're completely wondering, um, does she have her glasses on? Uh, I don't, but I have them sitting right here so that I can adequately read in reverse. Oh, is it the... Hold on. It, it is the sixth. In reverse. Something's off. If you're feeling at odds with someone in your life, you have a choice to make. Do you want to put the time and effort into communication and try to rebuild your connection? Or is it better to part ways? Reflect on this relationship and consider what you really want to do. This to me, by the way, is such sound and sage advice. As most of you know from listening to this podcast, I've ended up in a number of friend relationships 
that have gone south for one reason or another, and sometimes not even for reasons that I know. <laughs> and I will have a tendency to sit and stew on them when if I had taken time up front and just really determined that something wasn't going the way I wanted it to, or really wasn't somewhere where I wanted to put energy, it probably would have saved a lot of time in the long run. So uh, if this card resound or is, is, you know, hitting a chord with you, possibly maybe take some time this week to think about it. And sorry for the long lapse in recordings. Hopefully this uploads okay. And I will catch you on the flip side.